Happy Campers. Hi. Spike. Chris. And we are geeking out. It, on Saturday, well, no, not Saturday, Sunday, January 30th, 2022, we're already a month into this mess, so. Rapture and joy. We have lost so many people this year, but we're finally, but in exchange, we gained Nutty Buddy ice cream, so that's. That's a good thing. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. <laughs> Peter Peter Ooh. Dinklage saying dwarfs for me but none for you and all kinds of good stuff going on. But anyway, let's see what Chris brings to the table. Hello, Chris. How is every little thing? How are you? <clears throat> Doing fine. You got your first piece of director's work that you can't really talk about right now, oh. can you? Uh yeah, I didn't know you was gonna add that on in the there. spot. <laughs> anyway, we're anyway. Not gonna, <laughs> we don't have to get into the details if you don't want to. Let's just say that it's probably illegal in some states, if it, if and it, then we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah, the Dan yeah. Fielding Award over here. But anyway, didn't direct any porn. It just in case you're wondering about the illegal part. Too. He just suggested it. <laughs> but anyway, so what do you got on your list there, Chris? Okay. I know I've got a little list. Let's see what kind of little list you got. My little list. Well, what... let's see. Um, are you excited for Moon Knight? I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I think it might be halfway interesting to see, just to just to see how it turns out. Because it's one of those really goofy kind of kind of Batman meets the Punisher meets oh. Shazam type of mashups that just. Looks like fun if you let yourself do it, especially considering your, spoiler alert, and there'll be plenty of these all over the place, <laughs> your your main character is a bit of a schizophrenic, so. Yes. So, so what do we got on Moon Knight? Well, I just figured I'd let everybody know, because everybody seems to be really excited after seeing the trailer that dropped. Uh, Disney decided to uh, let everybody know that on March 30th, that is when Moon Knight hits Disney Plus. Rapture. So. Okay. Well, just I can the release date of. Uh, we'll we'll see whether they give this a chance or not because. Well, it, psh, Disney Plus doesn't really have a whole lot to talk about because the Book of Boba Fett's fallen flat on its face right up to this last week. Have you seen episode five? I have, and <laughs> it, it's. Uh, it's now the baby Boba show. It's not. It's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. It's 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 not a bad <sighs> show. I I've I've enjoyed for what it for what it is. The last episode, yeah, it wasn't even about Boba Fett at all. It was about the Mandalorian. Yes, which is why everybody actually cared about. And it was like, I don't know. It told a story about like what happened right after everything else, and it's like, oh. Well, I, I, you know, I, I saw something here. And if they do this, I'll be really excited. Okay, just hear me out. What if the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, uh, what's your name that I can't remember what her name is? Gina Carano. Well, no. I mean, no. I wish she would come in, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, Ming, whatever her name Ming is. Ming the Merciless? I don't know. But anyway, if they did this where they got those and maybe a couple of others that will be introduced into the star wars you know off brandish thing they team up and they are like a group of like mercenaries 
slash which honestly is, or something like that. Honestly, that is, awesome. is what the book of Boba Fett should have been to begin with. But I've never been a Boba Fett fan. There have been people since 1980 who have just absolutely had the, the hots for Boba Fett. I never saw the appeal of it, and apparently... George Lucas didn't see the appeal of it either because in Return of the Jedi they left him <laughs> sitting in the middle of a sarlacc pit as a snack. Yeah. They managed to explain that away and bring it back. But you can see in this episode that uh, not every... In this series, not everything that Happy Hogan touches turns to shine, let's say. But it's... He's not perfect. I mean, he's he's doing a better job than Kathleen Kennedy did, but then again, I've got gum on my shoe that could do a better job than Kathleen Kennedy does. I will does. say everybody is praising Dallas, uh, uh, Dallas, Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> that guy, yeah. A girl, Ron Howard's daughter. That chick, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what ifs? Okay. So. I, I was thinking you were about to say the Dallas Buyers Club, and I was about to say, where did this reference come from? But, I, but anyway, it's nice to see somebody's actually paying attention to the book of Boba Fett. Of course, the the rumors floating around, there are rumors floating around everywhere. We'll get into some of them here in a minute, too. But uh, rumor has it Gina Carano may make an appearance at some point before Boba Fett's over. Uh, I mean, they did she's fight for her. She is supposed to be getting her own show, is what the Scuttlebutt says. They did fight for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Favreau, well, all everybody. That's, that's why they had that little civil war, because Kennedy wanted her gone for for not towing a, a particular political line, and Happy Hogan was quite happy to, to see dollar signs. That That's what come down more than anything. Bob Iger is gone. Bob Chapek, I think, is now in charge of Disney, and... He is of the old school that, you know, we're business, we're in business to make money, not score points on somebody's ESG or whatever it's called card. So the best way to make money is to make happy fans. So therefore there will be no more antagonize, deliberately antagonizing the fans, we'll say. Sony learned that lesson. They're making a fortune off of it. Spider-Man No Way Home just passed the $1.6 billion mark. It's now the fourth... No Way Home is now the fourth highest grossing film of all time. And that is it. And there you go. So, so it just shows the theaters are not dead. No. No, you can't discount the theaters. It has not gone to streaming anywhere yet. So you can you can buy a copy and watch it on Amazon or Vudu or any of these other streaming things, but it's not going to turn up on Netflix or Disney Plus or any of these other places for a good long time. To be honest, I don't know who where the hell it would go. I don't know who gets the Spider Man, <sighs> who gets the Spider Man streaming rights. I know they got <laughs> Morbius coming up. I'm actually kind of interested to see Morbius, even though they're doing that mom thing. That's cliche by now. If you if you're doing a movie theater, you go. Brah. I, can, I can't even watch the trailer without kind of laughing because, where you know how like they they take the song and it goes with the beat of the trailer. Mm-hmm. That part where he's hitting the glass over and over, I'm like, really? You're just tapping the glass. It's not even really shattering. You know, it's like you're just like, and the, the beat goes dun dun. And it's like, yeah, and I'm just like, okay, this is, whoever edited this is horrible because that's just. 
But anyway. But yeah. Speaking of rumors, you want what? now I told you this rumor earlier and you your little hat did a little happy dance on top of your head, but Doctor Who fourteen. Oh, David Tudor. <laughs> That's the scuttlebutt right now, I know. David Tudor. Now, uh the one Jodie Whittaker, I think, is the current doctor. Officially. She's Doctor 13. I just call them Doctor by their numbers. It's the only way to keep track of them. Because as every real Doctor Who fan knows, his name, her name, its name is not Doctor Who. It's The Doctor. The Doctor. The is his first name. Doctor is his last name. The Doctor. So Doctor 13, Jodie Whittaker, is on the outs, apparently. So is Chris Chibnall, her producer. Apparently, BBC is not too happy because they're about to... Over in Britain, we've, we've covered this before. Over in Britain, you pay a, a television license. Every year, you, you have to pay like 160, 200 pounds for, a, for a, a, a receiving license to watch television. Yes. And all that money goes to the BBC. Okay, So BBC is, was basically HBO long before HBO came along. But with the Queen demanding, if you wanted to watch television, you had to see it. You didn't have to get it, but then you wouldn't be allowed to watch television. Mm -hmm. And the BBC turned around not too long ago and managed to get a, a ruling in its favor. And I know we're getting a field, but bear with me. They got a ruling in its favor that if you were streaming online, you still had to pay, pay the BBC their license fee. So they took that to court, and the courts were like, no, you don't have to do that. So now it's it's not necessarily voluntary, but another year or two and the BBC is going to lose their largest source of funding. They need money quick in order to keep functioning because the Queen's not going to keep shelling out billions for all their woke crap. So the only things they got that makes money right now are their mysteries, mainly like Death in Paradise, which should have new episodes coming up. Father Brown's making money for him. Sister Boniface is a new one that's going to be hitting BritBox here this week, as a matter of fact, I think. I think it's February 6th. I take that back. But that's a spinoff from Father Brown and Doctor Who until the past few years. Because once Jodie Whittaker came in and they got all frou-frou with it and she decided to sashay herself into the, the doctor's role and now she's powered by... Now she's in, now she has all her stuff through the powers of a forlorn child. Then it's just... Which is a reference... Where was that? The Venture Brothers, I think. You're powered by the soul of a forlorn oh. child. But anyway... <laughs> so anyway, they ripped, everybody rips them off at one point or another. But anyway, so the, the, the scuttlebutt going around right now is that Chris Chibnall is out and uh, Jodie Whittaker is out and they're going to replace Jodie Whittaker with David Tennant because the BBC is no longer in charge of producing this show. It's now Sony, which means a Japanese studio... Not even Japanese studio, though. Japanese electronics firm with a Hollywood studio will be producing this British show, of course, in Britain at Pinewood Studios, no doubt. But they're trying, uh, the rumor has it, David Tennant's the one in charge over there, or who's going to be back as Doctor Who. 
And I can't for the life of me think of the name of the producer on that. It is, uh, <laughs> who was his producer? I can't think of his name before Chris Chibnall. I can't think. No idea. No idea. Anyway. So anyway, so they're bringing back one of the old producers. They're bringing back David Tennant, and that's how they're going to try to save Doctor Who with Doctor 14. The fans, sci-fi fans, are forgiving if you just burn all the, all the nasty out and apologize and move on with things. They, they have no problems with resets. Look at Ghostbusters Afterlife. It did very, very well after Answer the Call. So that, oh. was, that was a little woke dumpster fire before woke dumpster fires became the, the big sexy, big, I'm sorry, big gendery, I guess, is what they would prefer to be called. But meh. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So how you doing? I'm I'm excited. David Tennis is what is the person that got me into Doctor Who, to be honest. So and so I'm I'm like totally I'm I'm now a big big fan of his. I want to see more of him. You can never go wrong. So yeah, I'm hyped. Hype train. So we'll we'll see if that actually see if that actually goes through or not, but. So, so what else you got? All right, so I got I got something that I want to say here. Yeah. And this isn't a part of the news or nothing, but yeah. All these years, I was I was named after Christopher Lee, the actor. Yeah. Who I always joked around and said, yeah, the guy who played uh, uh, Dracula one time, right? Yeah. And in case you guys don't know who Christopher Lee is, he's been in a bunch of movies. You may remember him from Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. I found out some really fun, crazy facts about him. Mm -hmm. One, did you know he lived, uh, he was the last person to see a execution by guillotine? No, but that gives him street cred in my eyes. Go ahead. Secondly, did you know that James Bond was created uh, well, basically, they got the idea of James Bond by uh, Christopher Lee. Did you know that? Actually, I think I did hear that at one point. Because not. the person who created James Bond is Ian actually Fleming. his, yeah. Uh, yeah, his, somewhere in the family. He's I related but, somehow. Yeah. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. apparently they looked up to Christopher Lee in. That's where the idea of James Bond came from. So, heck yeah. He's, he's, this was like a whole list of stuff. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be named after him. <laughs> I'm like, heck yeah. I just thought it was a cool, crazy fact. So, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Russell T. Davis, is, by the way, is the one I was trying to think of. Russell T. Davies, actually. Davies. He's bringing back some of his old crew with him. Anyway. Ah. So what else you got, Chris? Tom Brady. <laughs> Did you know that Joe Biden's going to name a new black woman to be the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after Tom Brady retires? I'm sorry, he's going to do what? 
<laughs> Joe Biden. You remember Joe Biden? You know who Joe Biden yeah, is? I know He's going to name a black woman to the Supreme Court after after that justice retires. Now that Tom Brady's going to retire, Joe Biden wants to name a black woman to be the new starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But he can't do that. He's my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, go ahead, Chris. And I'm sitting here and I'm smiling at you the whole time like the Cheshire Cat. And you're just giving me this look. We have got to get the camera back up and running. We well, I mean, I mean. Just to, the whole, and the, the best part is we're doing this audio now. And the whole world can still see your face just listening to you. I mean, that's. Yes, that look. That's exactly the look I'm talking about. That one you're thinking of right now, yes. I mean, where, he, where he's got that look on his face like, huh? No. <laughs> no, John, Joe Biden is not going to name the new starting court. It's a Babylon listen, B headline. Listen, listen, listen. I do nowadays, love Babylon nowadays, B. Nowadays, you can't be you too sure. You never know. <laughs> that is true. If a, if a clown falls to the ground and somebody reports it, you're like, yeah, I can believe it. We're talking about <laughs> It's like after 2020 and 2021, we can believe anything at this point. But on the other hand, we are getting honey bun ice cream, so that's a good thing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Tom Brady retiring after 22 seasons. That's the story. We'll see. Yeah. And all of a sudden... Plenty of Tampa Bay Bucks season tickets are available, so go ahead and get get yours. You, right. know, you know what's hilarious? He goes back to he goes back to Boston and starts working for the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, right. the Patriots did not do too bad. I'm still I have paid so little attention to the NFL this year. I have had so few funks, funk with an N funks to give. <laughs> About the NFL, I had no idea the Bengals were playing for the NF for the AFC Championship. I had no idea the Cincinnati Bengals were even in the playoffs, much less they won their first playoff in thirty years. <laughs> grief, anywho. And as the world turns, and the world burns. Go ahead. Uh, okay, now I'm gonna let you read this little last part here. Yeah. Grant Gustin, the Flash himself, signs for a season nine deal for. Two hundred comma zero 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 per episode. The CW is up for sale. <laughs> the CW, ladies and gentlemen, is up for sale. The CW network, which airs The Flash, is up for sale. The CW relies on a lot of these DC licenses to actually have content. Now, their their big sexy new show this season was Naomi, which I think lost something like half of its audience so far just by episode four or episode three it was one or the other either way that was a dc comic and basically it was what if we what if we redid superman but she was a black girl there you go there you go that's it everything's fine she can have whatever power she wants she's going to be super super black woman is what she's basically is that's basically what it's about i know it's more nuanced than that i just don't care okay i really don't care Brian Michael Bendis is not that that talented. Not not like my homie. You know what? Jeff yeah, Johns, know, man. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Johns. Yeah, we know Jeff on this show. Jeffy, as I call him. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I love Jeffy. 
Hi, Jeffy. I love you, Jeffy. Anyway, yeah, I was one of the few that stood with him back when he was getting heat from from all the what nowers or whatever you call them. But anyway, <laughs> love you, Jeff. Anyway, but well, yeah, I thought that was just funny. Even though I still I... haven't seen season two of Stargirl yet, Jeff. But I'm sorry. I'll maybe one of these days I'll get bored or drunk or high or just pass out or something. You, you know, I don't on. know what it is because it's like we know Stargirl, we know Superman and Lois are really good. I made it through Superman and Lois' first season. At least yes. I thought I did, but apparently there was a couple of episodes yeah, you missed that I because just totally they, missed. Yeah, they had to they had a hold up in the middle because of the coof. Oh, okay. That explains it. Because I was like, oh, okay, well, this first season is awesome. But and then there was like a couple of other They're all doing much better than Superman, Superman, Son of Steel or whatever the comic, the comic book is right now. Superman, Man of Steel, the one with Jonathan Kent, the one where he swings both ways. Nobody cares. Exactly. <laughs> Did you know that super, for the first time in like ever, forever, Superman is not in the top 50 sales and top 50 books at DC? Okay, DC does not, DC puts out a lot of books, but 50 is like their top half, basically. Oh. So there is not a Superman book anywhere in there. Now, I haven't verified this. This is what the scuttlebutt says. 48 of those books are Batman books. So, nobody wants to see this crap. Nobody wants to hear this crap. Nobody wants to read this crap. And guess what? AT&T is not going to keep paying DC's bills forever. They're, they've already, they're, AT&T's already gotten rid of Warner Brothers. They're trying to get rid of the CW. You think DC's going to last too much longer? Why do you think they brought Jeff Johns in? Dude, I tell you what, wouldn't it be nice if DC went up for sale and we had the money to buy them? I'll say this: we <laughs> need to, we need to start a Kickstarter to buy DC comics. Start a Kickstarter, start a Kickstarter, and every geek and fan on the planet needs to come together and start contributing money to place a bid on DC comics. Just see if we can get AT and T to sell it to us. Well, seriously, we 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 would. Not just be rich, but we would be over control of all the good stuff. No, we wouldn't be rich. We would make a dime off of it because AT&T would keep all the merchandising rights off of them for however long. But especially, especially <coughs> since the uh, the whole work-for-hire model is kind of falling on its face. But We actually talked about that, I think, last week. Didn't we talk about uh, work-for-hire and why DC's getting ready to kill off the entire Justice League and... Oh, yeah, yeah. All this other stuff, yeah. So, <laughs> what else you got? Because we still got to talk about Swiss roll ice cream. What else you got? Yeah, buddy, that's still to come. All right, so um, my next news thing: ice cream. Everybody wants ice cream, especially when it's like two below outside. Yeah, and that's not even my throat's feeling it now because it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, you just had to have that yeah, blizzard. I know. <laughs> It was a good blizzard. I went against, yes, it was. Um, he got the Reese's peanut butter cup. I got the Reese's pieces uh, cookie dough. Cookie dough. Oh, my goodness. And it was peanut butter cookie dough, too. Whew, you fiend. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, we all know that The Rock has already said that he will probably not come back in the Fast and the Furious number 10. But guess what? I'm sure they're shedding a tear. Go ahead. Jason Momoa. 
will be playing a mysterious role in the Fast and Furious film. And let me guess, I'm pretty As sure... As Rock's little brother. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I was cousin. like, let me guess, yeah. It's going to be his his brother or something. That's I, That sounds about right, yeah. And the, and the hilarious part is, you could actually probably hire the Rock's cousin for pretty cheap. But anyway. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so... Jason Momoa will be in Fast and Furious number every, two. Every time... Now, Jason Momoa did a good job in Aquaman. I liked Aquaman, okay? But I swear to you, every time I hear his name, I keep thinking back to that one scene in The Incredibles. Let's see if you know which one I'm talking about. Where Mr. Incredible is in the ship, and it's flying remotely, and there's a robot talking to him that's getting ready to land at the island, and it asks him something. Would you like another mimosa? And for some reason, I keep thinking of that oh, line every time oh. I hear Jason. I keep thinking his name's Jason Mimosa, and I have to stop and say, no, that's <laughs> not right. Go ahead, Chris. What else you got? Uh, okay, for all of you anime fans out there, and this, uh, this is actually really gets me excited, even though <sighs> I do not live in Japan. <laughs> Studio Ghibli Theme Park will be opening in November. <laughs> I am not an anime fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I actually know what Studio Ghibli is, and it, hey, they're the closest thing Disney's got, uh, that Japan's got to a, a Walt Disney, is Studio G Ghibli, so I keep wanting to call it Giblet, it's not Ghibli. <laughs> but anyway, that's like My Neighbor Totoro and a bunch of other yes. cutesy things, and yes, so. I, I, I'm, if I lived in Japan, I would totally go, because I just, I, I love Studio Ghibli. I would love to have all their anime and and merchandise and stuff. I think, I, I don't know, I just love that world because of the artwork. The artwork is what drives me in. It's like some of these don't even have a good story. It's more of a simple story. But it's it's what drives me in is the artwork and the animation. So, Yeah. Plus, also in Japan, they also have the uh, Godzilla thing, which is so freaking awesome. Because have you ever seen that uh, pictures of it? No. Okay, Godzilla. They have this huge, gigantic Godzilla, and his mouth is open, and you can actually zip line into Godzilla's mouth. And there's a museum in there of all <laughs> of uh, what's that? Uh, the people that created Godzilla, the King Kong, sure. and all. What, what's it? What, uh, Ray Harryhausen. It wasn't Ray Harryhausen. Toho Films did. Well, anyway, they got, got a thing. They got the a guys whole who, museum. The of, guys who designed all the. What is it? Koji? Is what Koji, yeah. 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 So, yeah. they got. So, I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Man, anyway. the video what else you got? Okay. This is my last story. Yay! And this one actually breaks my heart. Aww. James Gunn came out about the whole Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and what will happen. <laughs> he said that this will be Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be the last time that we will see all of them together. Uh, he said that it will be big, dark, and different than people uh, think it will be. It's totally going to be different than the first two movies. Mm -hmm. 
And this scares me because after Suicide Squad came out, James Gunn said that he had some of the death scenes. Mm-hmm. He said he had kind of a similar idea for what was going to happen with some of the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Mm-hmm. So knowing that and then hearing him say that this will be the last time that we're going to see them all together really hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I love those characters. Well, it's, to be honest, uh, the thing about Guardians of the Galaxy, absolutely nobody but nobody expected Guardians of the Galaxy to go over like it did. Yeah. And that's what happens when you get, and I've said this before, that's what happens when you get a, a storyteller with a vision. And Guardians of the Galaxy had always been one of those fringe things. It it did enough to, to pay its own way for a while, and then it would peter out, and then they'd have to reboot and restart, and it would carry along for a little while, and then it would peter out, and they'd have to do it. I think Marvel did like three, four series at one point, one after the other. It was just one of those things that they liked the idea, but they just couldn't get it really to take off until James Gunn got a hold of it. That's why DC went after him so far. Look at the difference between Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad. Yeah. And you can see the difference that James Gunn makes. So, so I'm good with that. But, I mean, it's it's sad to see him going off, but he's going to be doing more work for DC, I believe. Oh, yeah. Isn't he exclusive to DC now, pretty much, once this one's wrapped? So. I think so. I just don't know exactly what. I think they're wanting him to do a Superman movie. Or something like that, or maybe it was in talks, or maybe it was just a I would, I don't know. I honestly would not mind seeing a, a James Gunn Superman. I'd be curious to see it. I'd, I'd look forward more to that than to... As long as they would keep Henry Cavill, at and, least. I don't need another different Superman. Sorry. Well, I wouldn't even mind that, but I would rather see James Gunn Superman over another, oh God, Justice League reiteration. But anyway, so... So that's all the stuff from you. Yep, 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 yep. Here's yep, the yep. stuff from me. Uh, Disneyland is going to put Minnie Mouse in a pantsuit for a limited time. Who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a little more important. Apparently, you didn't know there are still dwarf actors running around besides Peter Dinklage. Now, Peter Dinklage, I'd kind of, I kind of like Peter Dinklage because... I never watched Game of Thrones, but even before then, I liked him because he was one of those guys. He was like, yeah, so what? He didn't care. He he carried himself like a man, not as a dwarf. So he yeah. didn't. He considered himself a man first and a dwarf second. Game of Thrones, oh my goodness. And then he was awesome. <laughs> but now uh, Disney is going to do a remake, a live action remake of Snow White for some insane reason. It's got to be live action. And, of course, you can't have a white chick be Snow White anymore. She has to be Latina. And at least Disney said it was a Latina actress and not a Latin X actress. It shows Disney is starting to learn. But Peter Dinklage had to come out and call them out because they're woke. Not because they're woke crap, but because they were going to perpetuate a stereotype about dwarves living in caves. Where in the history have ever have we identified the seven dwarves with a cave? 
They actually had a pretty nice pad out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Solitude. I it was like they didn't live in a cave. They Solitude. They, they, had a the, cave. they had the they solar didn't. power going and all this other stuff. Lived in harmony with nature and all this crap. Could eat squirrel whenever they wanted to. And it was just a, a grand old time. So I don't know where Peter Dinklage is getting that. But now there are other dwarf actors. One named Dylan Postal who went and talked to the Daily Mail. And he is mad because... Because Peter Dinklage had to go public and show and talk about the problems of higher, of perpetuating dwarf roles, Disney turned right around and said, well, we're not going to use dwarves. We're going to use magic creatures. So it's like, so it's like Snow Off-White and the Seven Magical Creatures. And of course, now the magical creatures will be in CGI. So now they don't have to pay any actors to be the seven dwarves. They can just make seven... Good job to you guys. Way to go, Peter Dinklage. You so just now, put all the... You just... And that's exactly what uh, Dylan Postal said. You just put seven dwarf actors out of work. Thank yeah. you so much, Peter Dinklage. So, that was hilarious. And, and... And does he realize that they are doing a Willow TV series? <laughs> I mean... He didn't get saying. to that. He didn't get to that part yet. <laughs> like, you know, some of you might want to... And now um, this is a this next story. I honestly don't care about the Snow White remake. I've never cared about any of the Disney remakes of, for any reasons. But anyway, they all suck equally. Well, yeah, they all suck equally. Anyway, uh, a school board in Tennessee. Just to show you that not all the canceling is on the left. A school in Tennessee is getting rid of Mouse. M A U S. It's a it's a book that uh, that Art Spiegelman did about the uh, the Holocaust, which is fantastic. This came, this story came out on January twenty seventh, which is the the day the UN recognizes its International Holocaust and Victims Remembrance Day, or whatever it is. It's not the one the Jews celebrate, but that comes like three months later. But anyway, so. But apparently some parents decided to complain that because one of the kids brought home a copy of Mouse, it was a graphic novel, and it depicts what happened in the, in the Nazi uh, concentration camps graphically, drawn out. Of course, they're all, an they're all anthropomized uh, mice and cats and dogs and frogs and all these other animals every nationality is a different type of animal but apparently some of the parents got upset and so they decided to pull it will you people stop it for crying out loud okay you don't want your kid to read mouse don't buy your kid a copy of mouse the kid but guess what happens if you sit there and say you will not read this book what is the first thing that child's going to do it doesn't matter what age they are what's the first thing the child wants to do they're going to read the book, right? So, there is that going on for you. Apparently, uh, <laughs> so as of right now, that is still going. But it's an ongoing thing. Odds are Mouse will come back in another month or two once everybody sobers up. But anyway, stop sitting there and being woke, Mr. Conservative, Mr. and Ms. Conservative. You're the ones... We were the ones who got cussed up and down for being repressive all this time. Now the left is being repressive. You've been crowing about it. Now you're sliding right back into your days, into your old ways. Stop it.
Another piece of story, there's going to be a live-action He-Man coming. Apparently this is coming to Netflix. It's going to be set on Earth. I have no idea the details on this. I don't really want to know. This just came out. Midnight's Edge is covering this right now over on YouTube with the reports on this. I don't know how much weight to put on it. They tend to be a little more on the nose usually rather than compared to Victor Von Doomcock. But it's uh, so that's a, a thing that's coming. And now for the important stuff. Oh, what's the important stuff? Little Debbie ice cream is coming ice to Walmart. Cream. Now I told you we're ice recording cream, this on cream, yeah. on Sunday, January thirtieth, starting supposedly Tuesday, February first. Although I'll be shocked if it's not already turning up in their coolers, freezers by now, because they don't really have that much to put in there. Little Debbie is producing seven new ice creams based on their seven. snack cakes. There's seven, seven. of them. Oh, here we, go. Little here, we go. here we go. You've got an oatmeal cream pie ice cream. It's vanilla ice cream with soft oatmeal cookie pieces and a hint of molasses. You have cosmic brownie ice cream, which is brownie batter ice cream with mini rainbow chips and brownie pieces. You're going to have a zebra cake, which has white cake ice cream with yellow cake pieces and a milk chocolate fudge swirl. I don't know why you have white cake ice cream and yellow cake pieces, but hey, Quisera Sarah. Honey bun ice cream, which I mentioned before, is honey bun flavored ice cream with glazed honey bun pieces and a sweet cinnamon swirl. You're going to have strawberry shortcake roll ice cream. That's what I want to try. Which is white cake ice cream with yellow cake pieces and a tart strawberry swirl. And then you have Swiss roll ice cream, which is chocolate cake. Well, I take it back. Chocolatey cake ice cream, because there's nothing natural in a Little Debbie cake. With chocolate cake pieces and a swirl of whipped cream. And the one I would actually kind of like to try would be Nutty Bars. It's peanut butter ice cream with chocolate waffle cone pieces and a thick fudge swirl. It's going to be $2.5 a pint, and this is supposedly permanent year-round. So, now that I'm feeling my arteries hardened from here... Yeah, I just got fatter. <laughs> I think we both gained about 10 pounds just listening to now that. Let me ask you something. Does Little Dummies own Twinkies? <sighs> to be honest, I, I'm not sure. I know Little Debbie's is owned by McKee. That would be that would be a good ice cream, Twinkies. To, you know. Actually, I'm seeing them starting to... Uh, I'm starting to see more and more of the Hostess stuff being licensed out. I mean, we actually saw a Frosty breakfast cereal now from Wendy's. So, uh, 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 that's from 2012. Let's see. I'm trying to see exactly what's going on here. It's made by Hostess Brands. It was acquired by Apollo Global Management and something or other. Mm, and C. Dean, Metropolis and Company. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, it's group, Grupo Bimbo. <laughs> Bimbo, is, Bimbo is the biggest bread maker in Mexico. And if you pay attention in your stores now, you'll see that Bimbo, you'll see the Bimbo name. There are guys, guys and girls running around with the name Bimbo on their shirts. And they take care of a lot of the hostess stuff. A lot of the uh, the Mexican snack cake stuff comes from them. They originally, I think they originally did Takis before they sold it to Frito-Lay. And then uh, 
And I think they do, like around here, they do like Heiner sandwich bread. And I think they do Sara Lee now. They do a bunch of different breads and buns and stuff. So I just, uh, I couldn't get over the name. Grupo Bimbo, yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I would wear a shirt that says Bimbo. <laughs> You've never seen Grupo Bimbo, have you? It's, no. Oops. And, it, and it's traded on the Mexican stock market as Bimbo. Yeah, there it is. And Sara Lee and Wonder Bread. They do Wonder Bread now. They do over 100 other brands. They have 100,000 employees. They must okay. have made, like, a lot of money, especially for, uh, what's that, uh, oh, Zombieland. <laughs> Probably. I'm trying to see if I can come up with the picture, because I'm sure you've seen their mascot. He's a, Yeah, there he is, big, white, fluffy bear. Uh, that's a bear? I thought that was a puppy. Yeah, it's supposed to be a bear. I don't know why, but that's the thing. Huh. So there well. you go. And Takis, like I said, they make Intamins. They make a bunch of other stuff. But. Interesting. But, but, yeah. But that's still not Little Debbie, so. Brrr. Anyway. I still want to make a great ice cream. Eh. I'll make a Takis ice cream. That'd be hilarious. Takis ice cream. Anyway, so that's the end of it. We're 40 minutes into this. It's time to wrap anyway. So, You got anything else, Chris? Do I have anything else? Uh, anything else you want to geek out about? No? Uh, yes? No? No? That would be a no. Okay. Uh, that's about the most intelligent we've been all year. You know I know, that? right? <laughs> So, well, if you got nothing else, Chris, I'm going to go ahead and say, till next time, I'm Spike. I'm Chris. We'll see you down the road on Geeking Out. Till then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.